0: Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Widell and let's get started. Today we've got Tanya Poe from California joining us. Tanya is uh, an inspiration to tens of thousands of people coast to coast. And uh, from her background, how she drove herself, she lifted herself up from her own initiative, ran into the same kind of problems so many of us had to face, but she did not let that stop her. And we're going to get in and find out what those keys were that make Tanya Poe special. And I'm going to let her tell you some of her biggest achievements. And, you know, for, there's a lot of steps from starting out In life to where you get in the right business for yourself and then you get to where you're actually so successful you're generating a million dollar income to yourself a year and that's what Tanya's done and the thing about it is it's not just a one-time thing she's built a steady yearly consistent uh, solid foundation that generates this kind of income for And so we're gonna find out what those principles, what those things are, so welcome Tanya Poe.
1: Hi Larry, I am excited to be able to share with you today. Um, it's an honor and you know, I, I do wanna start by uh, saying that you know, I I have to give all the praise to, to uh, my parents for the 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 many things that they instilled in me, um, you know, I grew up in Compton, Compton, California, and uh, that's not a wealthy you know, neighborhood.
0: That's not a ga- wealthy no, gated community. For those who don't know Compton, it's not, right?
1: <laughs> it's not. It's not. I think that right now we're, we we uh, you know we had that movie out a few years ago, Straight Out of Compton. So it actually kind of made more people aware. Of of Compton than they probably wouldn't have known before the movie came out. So, um, I've born and raised there. Uh, you know, went to high school there, um, and you know, I'm giving these praise to my parents because they taught me a few very 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 valuable things. And one in particular was just because of where you come from does not have to determine what your future is going to be. And. Um, I've always thought that way. And so while I was in high school, you know, I, I had questions of about lifestyle. I had questions about why do some people live here while others live better? And it really just came down, Larry, to choices, the choices that people make. Um, and then they have to live with the consequences of the choices that they've made. So I decided probably around ninth grade when I got to high school that I was going to start making sure I made the the necessary choices to create a better path for myself. And so, you know, when I graduated from high school, um, I was one of few (laughs) that went straight to a four year university. I I, I went to Long Beach State University and um, I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. And then I went on to get a master's degree in education. And I was a school teacher for, you know, 10 years. And, you know, during that work, it's, it's a noble service, right? It's, it's noble. However, I just felt like there's so much more that I can offer than just these four walls and these, you know, 25 students. And I'm a firm believer, Larry, that when you have a burning desire to do something else, then, you know, I don't want to live with regret. And the thing about it is I didn't know what the something else was. I, I didn't know. I just knew that it wasn't that. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And I, I truly believe that, you know, most people, as they go through life, they, they don't. You have more people that don't understand what they could be passionate about than they do. We have so many people that just, they just go with the flow, right? They just know that um, I'm an adult. I have got to make money. And I've got to pay bills. You know, and I have to I have to exist on my own, outside of my parents. And so you start to just do things to make money. And I don't think that you know, people spend time in a in a creation space where they can start working on some things that might matter to them or that might make them feel well and can deal some well for their family. So I, I didn't know what, but I knew that it wasn't bad. And the the reason I knew well I, I probably knew about my fifth year teaching that I I don't really wanna be here. But that that didn't keep that didn't stop me from not being there ten more years, right? So, um I I had my daughter and I took off work for a year. And during that time I took off work for a year, I I started doing things different, Larry. I started, you know, I lived in a in what, what I would call a nice working class neighborhood, right? But I started you know, while I was offered that year, I started taking my daughter to the parks in Beverly Hills. You know, I don't think there's anybody on the planet that doesn't know that Beverly Hills is one of the posh neighborhoods, and let alone in California, but in the United States, right? And so I started taking my child, you know, 35 minutes away from my home to Beverly Hills, and I started going to their parks. And I started sitting there with her, and, and you know, she's six months, and we're, like, we're out having a little picnic at the park in the middle of the day, and, I start noticing other moms, you know, and I'm like, those moms, they don't have a job. I, I mean, I can just—they had a nanny with them. Some of them had a nanny with them, and they had these big rocks on their fingers. And I'm looking like, wow, that that ring on her finger probably cost as much as my house. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, this is this is different. This is this is different. Why can't I live like that? And so it started me to thinking, and I, I and my father he always talked about you can do whatever you want, have whatever you want, but first you have to see it in your mind and feel it in your heart. And when you start to have these thoughts and they just won't go away, what you're now doing is you're throwing that into the universe. You're, 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 you're setting it out there. You're seeking it. And now if you just keep that in the forefront of your mind and you're always hungry, then, you know, the the decisions that you start to make are going to, are going to take you towards, your goal, and, and I think that that's what started to happen. And everything just started to fall into place. I, I went back to, I ended up going back to work, but not as a teacher, I went as a probation officer. And I think for me, Larry, doing that, it was kind of like a, okay, Tanya, go ahead and go back to work so you can see what you really wanna do, right? So I went back to the workforce, and at that moment, I was there about a year and a half, and I was presented with an opportunity to, you know, start a business and I never really wanted anything to do with, with, with business. You know, I, I, just, I don't know. It was a, it was a scary thing for me. Right. But then as I started to do research, Larry, I understood that, you know, that woman that was in the park with that ring on her finger, that, 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 that symbolized that there are some wealth here somewhere. Right. Her husband also wasn't going to a job. There's a business involved in here somewhere. And if I want a different level of lifestyle, I am going to really have to force myself to own the idea of doing something that I haven't done before. So I, I've, I've done the W-2 thing. So maybe now it's time for me to cross over you know, to the 1099 world, to, to the world of you know, you you work hard and you get you you get to enjoy every ounce of the fruits of your labor instead of what somebody wants to hand you. And 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 that just it started a, a different way of life for me, Larry. And I'm I'm excited that I made the decision to, to make the transition.
0: And uh what would you say, I mean, you did something, you know, when you're in that stalled out stage where you had spent 15 years being locked in this thing of in a job that for 10 years you realized you weren't fulfilled, but like you said, you got to make a living. And right. uh, not knowing, I can remember being in that thing is like, how can I get out, you know, or how can mm-hmm. I move forward? With a wife and two kids, and the wife doesn't work outside of the house, I get these two young kids to support. And uh, uh, it actually was a relief when I got laid off from construction because the decision was made for me. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes right, it, right. sometimes these negative outside events are the kick in the pants we need to get. Out of our rut that we probably wouldn't get out of otherwise. But what caused you?
1: Otherwise, yeah.
0: Yeah. What caused you to get in your car and drive 35 minutes to Beverly Hills Park? Where did you? How did you have? How did that thought get in your mind? Because you know that what people need to read. You got to do something to break the log jam that you're in. You know, you said I'm going to quit. This ain't it. Uh, I'm going to take a year off. Uh, I can get by for a year. I've uh, got a new baby to enjoy, and I'm going to think about stuff. But then that's mm-hmm. not... You didn't sit inside your house and watch soap operas. You got out yeah. there, and you exposed yourself to something that had the potential to give you a new vision and new outlook. You didn't know what it was. You didn't know what you needed, but you knew it wasn't in Compton. You know, and right. it wasn't, <laughs> you know, it wasn't it go to that school every day, and so... Uh, It had to be something outside of what your thinking and your daily experiences were. And so I think that step of, you know, where you went and you start, you know, you got that idea. I'm going to go over to this park. Because when you get in a different environment and expose yourself to different things, you can start to realize things you'll never realize unless you get in a new environment. And so talk about what you had that drove you to... 'cause all those things your parents raised you and the lessons you learned about personal organization and being successful as a teacher and all the education you had from getting your master all that wasn't going to do you any good if you were spinning your wheel in a job spinning your wheels right. in, in a job that was going to be unsatisfied and you know it's basically uh, you know I prepared you know you felt inside your you know you got to go by your gut your insides We're telling you there's something more but you had to actually do something. And what you did was you got yourself and your your baby and you went over there to that park. You know, you didn't go over there and buy a house. You didn't go over there and buy a Bentley. You didn't go over there and walk up and down Rodeo Drive spending money you didn't have on a new credit card. You went over there and just let your mind get exposed to that. What drove you to do that?
1: Well, when when I was in um, uh, middle school, my father um, was a chauffeur. Well, I was in elementary. I'm sorry. My father was a chauffeur for a very wealthy man, and uh, well, you probably might remember him. His name was Rev. Ike, and he was a chauffeur for Rev. Ike. Really? And he, really? Yes. And so what happened is, Rev. Ike told him this first one. I was he was a, his chauffeur for years, but when I was probably about three, Rev. Ike first told him, you know, listen instead of you sitting in this car in the Rolls Royce waiting for me, I'm gonna be here for about four hours. Why don't you take the car, and go pick Tanya up and let her see what it's like to sit on this Italian leather. Let it see what it's like to ride in, a, in a, a nice car. So my dad used to raise me with letting us know like, listen, just because you live here does not mean that we have to do the things that, that are confined to here. So he already would, we would go to the movies When I was a child, but we would go to a Roman Chinese theater on Hollywood Boulevard because he said to me, you know how many people come from all over the world to see this place that is only 20 minutes from where we live. And most people that live here where we are have never gone. I've never seen it. So my dad would take us to the movies there. He would take me horseback riding. He would take me uh, dirt bike riding. He would rent. uh, He didn't have dirt bikes. He'd go rent the dirt bikes. We didn't have an RV. He would go rent an RV and take us camping. So he would do these things so that I'd be exposed to another way of life other than just living in Compton. So once you become an adult, the things that you've done as a child, you know, you you refer back to that. So I was in a rut. I was probably in postpartum, right? And I was just, you know, like, God, I just, I don't want to go back to the same old thing. And when I started to, you know, get out the house with my child and go, I said, you know, I'm gonna just go, I'm gonna get myself out of this environment and I'm gonna go put myself in an environment that I would love to call home. To an environment, to a space that I would love to get to that level. You know, I wanna go to the park where I would love to be able, whether I live in Beverly Hills or not, it's not about that, it's just, I wanna be able to afford to be over here if I wanted to, so I would love to be walking distance to to Rodeo, you know. So I said, let me just go put myself in that environment. I want to expose my child the way my dad exposed me, and so that's what made me say, you know what? It's never too early to start. You know, the air is different over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want my child to breathe this air. You know, it's how they say maybe a second in the water. Yeah, I want her to get over there and 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 so that's that's just you know what i started doing and we would have our little outings and you know i would take her for walks down rodeo and i would take her just you know that over that way it got to the point to where if i was going to macy's and and i was going to you know macy's having a sale and i'm going to see what i could find with the little money i had i would go to the macy's in beverly hills they all have the same sale if it's 70 percent off 70 percent off and i just start telling people that like you know why do you have to go to the same old places Go surround yourself with a better environment, just feeling good, walking in the store. It's just, and you know, I, I, just, I just started looking at things, and it's not about the things, Larry. It's about putting yourself in a position to where you can, you can get what it is you want. You know, I always tell people, if you're a photographer, your thing might be photography. You, there might be a lens that you know that you could capture a hummingbird from, you know, uh, uh, 250 yards away. I don't know. But that lens is two thousand dollars, and you would love to be able to buy it for your craft. It's it's not about the money; it's about the options that you have to be able to do the things that you would love to do. And um, I just I I have to create that quality of life for me and and my family.
0: Absolutely fantastic information, and those of y'all listening to this that are wanting, you feel like. There is a bigger and better life out there for you. You don't have to stay stuck another 5 or 10, 15 years in your current environment. Uh, You don't need to know what you're going to do next. You don't need to know the industry. You don't need to know the company. You don't even know how, the people, whatever. But you can get yourself exposed to something different. Something that, and you'll know it's something that you should take a look at if it's something that excites you. Different things excite different people. And so go take a look. Check this stuff out. You have to wait. You don't have to add permission. We live in a free country. Go. like. Tanya said, this stuff is like 20 minutes from my house, you know, when she was growing up. And so uh, this park was 35 minutes from where she lived at that time. I mean, you know, get yourself in front of the things that you feel your inner soul is going to respond to and get your mind right, and uh, that sets the stage for you to be able to recognize opportunities that come in the future that will start to get you on that road. Thanks so much, Tanya, for this uh, kickoff part. I can't wait to get you back on a podcast and fig- and find out where this road led. So thank you for that, Tanya. That was fantastic.
1: You're so welcome, Larry. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode
0: of Million Dollar Mastermind with me, Larry Wydell. If I've helped you in any way, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. For more information like this, listen to our other Million Dollar Mastermind episodes and check out my Wydell Academy YouTube channel and visit us on WydellOnWinning.com. I'm the Million Dollar Mastermind, and until next time, go, go, go.